Just right back, Charlie. Oh, 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 People deluded, I'm back again. Come on, Ian. <laughs> Technical difficulties there, delaying me coming to the screen and whatnot, people. But yeah, man, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night. Hopefully, everyone is, is in good health and that. Hope Monday's been great to you lot. One love, my Arsenal fans, my fellow Arsenal fans. It's lonely at the top. Three-point debt collectors, we sit, you know, like I said, it's lonely at the top. We're top until Christmas. Obviously, there's many twists and turns and... We're at the halfway point in the season, if you could call it that, with the World Cup break. It's uncharted territory, what will happen after that. And obviously, in the days that come, we'll look more in depth of our season so far. You know, I think it's a chance for me personally to do one, two videos with you, lot, looking at one, two stats, looking at where we can improve, looking at what we've done you know, grading the players and whatnot. But yeah, man, as usual, now nah, I didn't even say it, people, you know, Arsenal, top of the league, I don't even know how to act right. People deluded, I'm back again. Please smash the like button if you're on YouTube, Twitch gang, appreciative to you lot tuned in. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night. Hopefully you lot have had a fantastic start to the Monday. You and your loved ones are in good health, and I wish you lot all the best with your goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions, aspirations, and what you truly want out of life. Hopefully you get that, man. Obviously me the same. So yeah, big up you lot. Couldn't be done without you lot people uh yeah appreciate you lot again you know again it is a bit of bad news because there is no premier league football one but we will be doing watch along for the champ the man said champions league definitely not for the world cup i think the first game is on sunday qatar ecuador or something like that so we'll be doing a watch along for such any talking points feel no sort of way about them getting them in Come on, Ian come on like it's simple as that any news about television budrick fred we're going to go through the, the, the paper talk and all those sort of things shortly, my guy. But yeah, man, I have to welcome you lot in as you lot have welcomed, man. Max, shout out to you for being a YouTube member and shout out to all of you lot out there. A as well, see you in the comments. I'm good, my guy, man. Been gym, done the, the necessarily live admins. Could do with a couple more hours sleep, but you know, on your deathbed, 
I don't think I'm going to worry about the hours that I miss sleeping in it. So it is what it is. Um, I'm going live at 4.30 for my football manager heads. That will be on Twitch. Again, I know I'm a bit behind in updating the YouTube folks, but we'll get back there. So, yeah, Fred, we'll get into it. Hey, it's only fair to start. He showed the table viewing. You know, in life, nothing's promised. We might not be there again, you know. So, she, you said it, not me. Shout out Joe Willick as well for, for bagging against them. You know you know what he did, isn't it? Another Halen Demon. Real Halen Demons, man. I heard them Cobham to act struggled against Newcastle as well. Big up Newcastle. I mean, no disrespect. Eddie Howe, you're doing the madness. But if you would be so kind when we play you lot to give us four to six points, my team. You know, you lot are on stuff. You lot are going to shake up the top six, top four, etc. But for now, allow us. Where is the table, man? I don't care about results. You wanted to see it. I want to see it. I don't look at the league table, so I don't know where Arsenal are at, in it? I last looked in August. But as you can see there, slowly at the top, man. City who? City what, blood? Pep who, blood? Come on, man. Listen, the, the apprentice outshines the master. And it's, it's this time now. It's all entertainment. But... 37 points. We are top of the league. Say we are top of the league. 37 points. So, you know, Arsenal, we're focusing on Premier League safety. Let's get more three points again and we're on 40. It's decent. Still one loss, you know. I, I can't like big up Newcastle. But if in August you told me Arsenal would sit top, because as you know, I always think of August, I just want to make it to December, which we are. If someone told me one loss, one draw, we would have lost against United and drew at Southampton. I would have believed that we wouldn't have taken necessarily three points from them away games there. But if you told me we'd have one loss from 14 games played so far, game in hand on the rest of the top four, Spurs and Newcastle specifically, excluding City, um, I would have said you're lying or you're smoking crack or you've been sent from the future. Either way, I don't believe you, in it. So for me, we're on task. It can't let up. There's over 20 games. There's many twists, turns, bumps and bruises, but we need to keep it up. I'd love to win the league title, of course. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want? Arteta and these boys to be the first to lift it at the Emirates. Forget all of that for us selfish Arsenal fans. Who wouldn't want us to win the league? But probably not right now, in it? So let's just keep this, I don't want to say overperformance because we've clearly been working hard, doing what we need to do. But this overperformance in terms of Arsenal are top, we're winning games. Literally, it's been all or nothing. And, you know, Arsenal, you gave the you gave the non-Arsenal fans a good all or nothing. Why didn't we get the, the camera series going for season two, really? You know, based on how it's going. But yeah, one draw in five, one lost this season against, you know, the tricky Reds of Ten Hag. Uh, it is what it is, people, really. So it, it's a good start. It's a good start, but it's not where you start. It's where it's where you finish. I'm not saying Arsenal. I, I want to say City. But, you know, we don't know what the World Cup, post-World Cup is going to be saying. Players are going to be back fit um, for certain clubs. Other players might be injured. We don't know the physical conditions of people at the World Cup. Again, we're going to get into it in a bit, but we hope we marry what we've got on with a couple of players and things like that. But yeah, man, to sit first. And as I said, I don't care. Well, I was allowed to win the league, you know, especially because we've got this little line here as well. But whether it's first, second, third, fourth, I don't care. I need to get Champions League. Simple as that. I need the champion, specific Arsenal Champions League next season, you know. So, yeah, it's, well, if it, I ain't going to lie, you know, it, I, if the league ended today, I'd be a happy man. Not really happy because I'd like for United or, or Liverpool to take Spurs' place. Got no beef with Newcastle or City like that. You know, definitely like Brighton ahead of Chelsea. But yeah, it is what it is. And where the relegation zone, that's equally as interesting because you can't really call it, man. I think Southampton are struggling and they might go down. They're sitting 19th. Wolves, I do think they got the quality to get out of there. But, you know, no wins in five. A point from their last available five games. It's unfortunate they played us. Nottingham Forest could stay up, could go down. Everton are flirting with it. West Ham are a bit bandulu. And again, we've got West Ham after, you know, if you're logically, if you're David Moyes, you're going to sit there and use this time 
to, you know, pattern your squad and think about where it's went wrong and go on some team bonding exercises and the rest of that jazz. And you know Mikel Arteta is going to do that because one thing I like about the players in Arteta, they're happy with what they've done. They're happy with what they're doing, but it's not over to the fat ladies' things. There's a lot of points available. There's a lot of games when, you know... I, I want it to be like this, but do I think we're going to go the whole season with just a loss and a draw and win all of them? Probably not, people. So we just need to keep going. I would say for me, the one thing that scares me is, is, is obviously goals win games and we're going to look at it. Um, obviously, we've been doing well in terms of clean sheets and scoring goals, which is how you win games of football. And that's one the thing that encourages me is I personally believe we can go up several gears in that regards, really. We need to chase the impossible. But one does wonder, you know, no disrespect to Gabby Jesus, bad boy footballer, doing well, transformed our team, performing without necessarily goals or assists. But he's not a prolific goal scorer. Odegaard is proving people wrong with scoring goals and he's our top goal scorer in the Premier League. Smash the like button, people. But he's not a goal scorer like that. He's learning to score goals. Martinelli and Saka are bagging. But as we saw with Saka and Smith-Rowe last season, they're scoring, but they're not going to score every game as them young guys are getting consistency. So is there going to be a bit of a wobble? We've still got defensive brain farts that we've got away with or haven't got away with. You know, Saliba's back pass. We've got away with that against Wolves. I'm not criticising anyone. They're young players. They're going to do certain things. Thing, things are going to happen. People are going to make mistakes. But that's just, for me, that's the wary thing. And then I would say really squad depth because, again, the way part is playing, the way Xhaka's manoeuvring, if you have, if both of them are missing, it's peak. If, if, if you take Xhaka out the team, I do believe you rob part A of a bit. I know Xhaka came off against Wolves, but you rob part A of, of what he does. And I do think if part A is not there, as you see more so in the Europa League, you kind of rob Granite Xhaka. So, you know, that 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 isn't unique to Arsenal, I guess. You know, injuries that happen to anybody, but I would say injuries, squad depth, and, you know, when it's crunch time, what players are really going to perform? Because these men are young as, as much as they're good, but so far, so good. You're only as good as your last game. We can't rest on our laurels. We're doing what we need to do, really. And by God's grace, it continues, man. You know, goal difference, it's pretty as well. You know, plus 22. City got plus 26. That's cool. You know, it is what it is. And I was actually looking at it. And again, I'm going to make it other video. But for all we talk about how good Arsenal are playing in an attacking sense and how diabolical Spurs play, they're not actually that far away in terms of goal scored. I know it's heavily fluctuated with Harry Kane and we've more spreaded it out. But end of the day, that don't matter. It don't matter who scores, how you score, how you get three points. In May, you know, 38 games played. How many have you won? How many have you lost? How many have you drawn? Where are you in the league table? Have you accomplished your ambitions? I'm not too sure. So, yeah, man. Again, I want to. I, I do want to do a like, not a live on that, but like a video... I like to do them things for you. So, like, a video more focused on that. So, watch out for that. I'll get that out before the end of the week. But with that being said, that's that. What are you lot saying in the in the comments, people? Um, top league thoughts. Let's call that timestamp that. Um, so, yeah, man. What are you lot saying before? Someone mentioned Ronaldo. We'll look at that in a second as well because I've seen that. Again, I don't think the full comments are out. But, shit. I can't lie. As an Arsenal fan, it's amazing seeing, you know, players... Doing the drama figure, there's got nothing to do with our club. The Ozils, the Abavias, there's been many of them, really. It's lovely to see drama elsewhere, you know. Again, everyone in life's a bit messy. I don't like drama involving myself. But when you see the celebrity scandals and stuff and all these things that happen, we love it, don't we? So it's lovely to see them thing there when it don't affect our, our club, in it. We're doing the right things. And one thing I've liked, really, I would say more so... Last season, when we started putting in form, obviously we failed. And what we've done from pre-season, whether we win, lose or draw, for me as a fan, and I'm sure many of you might disagree, but many of you agree, 
there's something to believe in. That's why the fans home and away, big up the Arsenal fans, big up everyone that watches Arsenal abroad or not, but the fans, them are singing Arteta's name when we've got battered at times. There's something to get behind, you know. Logically, at football clubs, for me, it's about what you're doing, not what you're saying. And for a long time at Arsenal, it hasn't correlated what we're saying and what we're actually doing. And, and you, can now, you can now see it. The only thing I regret now is that Wenger's not about, like, obviously I'm not saying he should be the manager, but, like, come back home, father, man. Come and watch the Arsenal, man. Look at what's going on. You've got your former player as the gaffer, technical director, another former player, Murta Saka and Wilshere, also former players. You know, you're building blocks with Halen, your fruits of your labour. We're doing a madness. Nelson's made a name for himself, per se. Eddie's in the team, more so Saka and Smith-Rowe and these sort of things. So... Everything is happening, man. And that's, you know, win, lose, drawing, reaching your ambitions as a football club. Nothing is set in stone. But football fans, the, the, be, the, the be all and end all is belief. You need to, That's why we support Arsenal. There was something that you believed in or some of you at other clubs. And definitely this season. And, you know, I am enjoying what's going on with, with, with Chelsea. I am a bit annoyed that Spurs is Bournemouth and Leeds, man. Come on, man. Spurs are too tricky with it, man. Like, they get out of jail too much. Even Marseille, you, man... Someone needs to correlate this, really and truly. I know they lost in the cup the other day, but it's a myth. What are you lot saying? Do Arsenal need new chefs at London goalie? I mean, is that in relation to Ronaldo? I'm not too sure. Need Curtis and DG on the carpet. He left us gems. Ronaldo is engineering his move in Jan. All calculated moves he's making. Well, he, fl- he tried a thing. He flopped, didn't it? In, in the summer and he's there. Oh, my God. Oh, my days. My move, like, I can't move. No one wants to sign me. Bro, you, you're Ronaldo. You're an incredibly great footballer. Like, we're not so much compared to yourself now, but, bro, this is... You know you're signing up for drama. You know that if you're starting a certain 11 for Cristiano Ronaldo... if Sorry, as a manager, if you've got 11 players out there... I'm not saying Ronaldo isn't listening to your tactics and things like that, but, you know, with Ronaldo, you know yourself that there's... You kind of have to plan around the other 10 players, really. And you're, you're, you're walking a tight rope. So, yeah, and even on that, man, let's just see what this Ronaldo business is about. I believe the full comments are coming are coming out later uh, in, in the week, so we don't know. I'd say the big L is you've done it with this pussy, oh, pardon my language, Piers, Piers, Piers Morgan, man. I mean, I don't advocate violence, but you are a prick, bro. Like, you are someone that I, I will do the time for slapping your face. Like, you just, the things you come out with, I've never liked you from some of your comments regarding Raheem Sterling. And then you've done a complete turnaround trying to act like social justice warrior. You are a self-fulfilling vacuum. You're only loyal to yourself and your ideologies. And you know how you can bad up people, really. That's why when Akala and even Andrew Tate, you've had to check, tread carefully when you've had interviews with them. Big up Jeremy Clarkson, because I met him in my old job and apparently punched in your face. And shout out, shout out Jeremy Corbyn and Bellerin for speaking Spanish when you came about, man. Like, you are a prick. Like, if it big up all the goalies out there, but if you needed any more confirmation that Piers Morgan's a waste, man, like, bro, he's a grown man that wears a goalkeeper kit, full goalkeeper kit. Shout out to you if you do that for fancy dress. But let's see what Ronaldo has said. And obviously, he's been through a lot. Obviously, he lost his youth, and that that is one thing I liked with the interview when I heard when I saw the, the sound bites coming out online. Um, you know. Football is an all-inclusive place, and it was. He said it was a lovely touch from Liverpool. Smash the like button if you haven't, people. Apparently, Ronaldo sets the record straight about what he calls the most difficult period of my life, both professionally and personally. Obviously, personally for me, obviously with what's gone on with his kids, football don't matter, bro. Like man's lost to you, family is all that matters. Football is here today, gone tomorrow. Really, that's all that matters. On his deathbed, he's given a lot. God forbid, you know, many more life for, for Ronaldo, but he's going to care about his family. He, you're going to think about your legacy and what you've accomplished. But yeah, so in relation to this S, we're, get, we're, we're covering it. 
He says he feels betrayed by the way he's been treated by Manchester United, annoyed that he's been made a black sleep who is blamed for everything that has gone wrong at the club. I'm sure Pogba could do a, a, an interview as well and believes he's now being actively forced out. You're doing the victim thing. You're doing the victim thing. Now, there's three sides to every story. There's the truth, there's his side, and there's the club side. Do I feel, as a neutral, with nothing to do with Man United, everyone's right? You know, no. Do I think... I think United have problems in spite of Ronaldo, not necessarily because of Ronaldo, but there is obviously problems. You bought him, shiny new toy, Viva Ronaldo, elite young, uh, elite player from a young kid to now, you know. But once you got past that, you know the finances, you know the way, you know, dealing with him in training, tactics, you drop him and things like that, especially this aging Ronaldo. There's a lot of nonsense and headache. And for a manager like Ten Hag trying to go and do a similar thing, folks, I went mute there, um, trying to do what Arteta is doing in that, you know, United can't get to where they want to doing the same old things they've been doing post-Ferguson, you know, insanity doing the same things, expecting different results, it's not going to happen. Um, and obviously, when you've got Ronaldo who, you know, if Ten Hag says, let's sit to the left, or oh, Ferguson used to sit to the right, and obviously Ronaldo is a big character, I'm not just saying him, I'm saying anybody in that club, you know, how can a manager like put a new emphasis on things and spin things? And I do think even for Ten Hag, the club has to sing from the same hymn sheet. You know, Ten Hag, good manager. I think he's going to do good things. Shout out Ganacho as well. But he's a manager. And in the grand scheme of things, managers are the most, dis you know, disposable. The club isn't singing from the same hymn sheet. Ten Hag can have all the right ideas. If you're not bringing in the right players, if you're not flushing out the wrong players, if you're not dealing with contracts, if you're not bringing in new chefs and, and patterning technology. You know, I heard Man United ain't even got ain't even got screens and that to watch replays and that. I mean, it's literally Old Trafford, you know, really. Ronaldo's doing the victim thing. You tried to bust out in the summer. It didn't work out. Ten Hag basically said, you know what, I'll work with you if you want to be part of this. But, bro, like, I'm trying to pattern my job. I'm trying to do what I'm doing. I don't really care about you as a... As, a, as your individual problem sort of thing, away from the obvious. So I get it, really. He tried, now he's now it's the victim thing. Now, I don't know if you're going to leave in Jan. I think he's very smart with the World Cup. You know, you're, you're not going to have to rock in. You know, if I, if he, if this, you know, let's just say this happened a week ago, or even let's just say it happened on Saturday. United played on Sunday. He weren't in the squad. But no, sorry. Let's just say this happened on Friday. United trained on Saturday. He's not got to rock up in training and everybody looking at you funny. You get to F off to Qatar for a bit, be with Portugal, which is going to be good because it's when you're when it's not happening at club level, it is good to F off and do other things. So I think it was very smart and calculated. I mean, you only do an interview with Piers Morgans if you're trying to be smart and calculated, I like. So I think it was very smart. I, I, I do think that Man United don't need this. I do think Ronaldo isn't totally wrong. I do think ultimately, away from his personal life, he's doing the victim thing. It's woe is me. You're not playing. United are winning games, whatever way. They're trying to go whatever. You're not re it's not Ronaldo when you're in your late to mid-20s. It's not adapting right now. And he's and he's attempting to burn all bridges now. And you're gonna need George Mendes to really pull his finger out. He said, if on Ranyik, if you're not even a coach, how are you going to be the boss of Manchester United? I've never even heard of him. And that's something that probably a lot of people, fans, players, etc., probably thought. I have nothing to say with that. He then said, I don't have respect for him because he doesn't show respect for me. If you don't have respect for me, I'm never going to have respect for you. Now, I'm not privy to what's been going on, but I Ten Hag's got no reason to not like you. You're flipping Cristiano Ronaldo. How much managers can say that they've worked with one of the best, if not the best ever, allegedly? You know, because it's messy for me, but you get it. Um, I don't think that. I just think, you know, he can't, you know... There's 20 other men in that squad or there's 10 other players. If, you know, he, 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 would you rather lose one player? And obviously, Ronaldo's big homie, couple of young players probably F with him and, and player power is very important. But 
would you rather lose one player or one player's not with it? Or you show love to one player like Ronaldo and whatnot at this this current Ronaldo and the other 10 players are looking at you funny? Well, one rule for Ronaldo, one rule for the other. And in life, that happens, you know. I always give the example. If you're if there's if you've got two stock traders, you start at nine. This guy who who brings in a lot of money for the company, does all the business, you start at nine, he rocks in at eleven. But he's getting results. You can kind of do what you say like with Aubameyang. When you're scoring goals, you can kind of be as late as you want. But if you're not scoring goals, or if you haven't got that, then naturally in life, you've got to be different. You know, Arsenal fans, we're no different. Gabriel makes a mistake, World War II. Saliba makes a mistake. It's a madness. Kind of like Gordon Ramsay with how he deals with the adult chefs versus the children. Um, I'm not too sure on lack of respect. I'm not privy to stuff. It is boy and you making you a last minute sub. I did think that at the time was a bit of a... Like, I'm trying to show you level sort of thing, but there's a way of handling it. But, you know, for me, Ten Hag's damned if you do, damned if you don't. If it don't work out at United, you might as well do it how you feel. He then went on to say, on on, on Rooney, he says, I don't know why he criticises me so badly, probably because he finished his career and I'm still playing at a high level. I'm not going to say that I'm looking better than him, which is true, bloody hell. I mean, Ronaldo sounded a bit insecure, blood. But anyways... He then obviously said with the Liverpool fans, touching tribute from them, shout out Liverpool. I never expected that. And then he went on to say, I follow my heart. So Alex Ferguson said to me, it's impossible for you to come to Man City. And I said, OK, boss, pardon me. And I think City are playing charades, man. Fred, Ronaldo, Jorginho, Cucurella, they've kind of hoodwinked a lot of clubs in that regard. Um, and then he said, Rashford said like he never left. But anyways, he said, the progress was zero since Alex Ferguson left. I saw no evolution in the club. Nothing has changed. And that's that. I mean, a man's gone, you know, for 80 million, gone to Real Madrid, become a Real Madrid legend, went Juventus, came back. And if nothing's changed, then that's a problem, isn't it? Really massive problem. It shows complacency. It shows stagnation. It shows a club that is failing to get things on uh, going. And I'm sure people at United are getting things going in the background. But yeah. That's pretty damning and that's probably damning for clubs. I think the fans should know the truth. I want the best for Man United. This is why I came to Manchester United. But you have some things inside that don't help us to reach the top level as City, Liverpool and even now Arsenal. Liverpool and even now Arsenal. Liverpool and even now Arsenal. I like that. A club with this dimension should be top of the tree, in my opinion. They are not, unfortunately. And I hear that, you know, one thing I hear Man United fans say all the time is we're United, we're United. And that's true, you are United, should be at the top. But shouting we're United, we're United, ain't going to get no one nowhere. Especially in the Premier League, we, you know, we're not United, but we're Arsenal. We should be fighting you lot, you know, Ferguson and, and, and Wenger. But shouting that ain't going to happen. Man, have to make active steps. We have to realise now it's not just big bad bullies in this league, excluding City. It's gone from a top four and now to probably a top six. It's probably edging closer to becoming a top 10 one day, maybe 20 years. I genuinely think every 20 teams in the Prem could get relegated or win the league equally. So it is what it is. And it's very calculated, you know. Ronaldo's a smart man, but, you know, you've got people around you that think of the timing of these interviews, what specifically to say. And I think he's, you know, he's he kind of coming across a bit like, woe is me, or I just want the best. And then he's kind of, you know, pressed the self-destruct button with this Picasso lyric. As Picasso said, you have to destroy it to rebuild it. And if they start with me, for me, it's not a problem. And that's also maybe indirectly saying, yo, I want to leave. Help me. Help me to leave this football club. Could be another sort of uh, dog whistle from him. Sort of thing. 74 likes, people. How are we not at 100? You lot are playing me. But moving on. He then, yeah, he said that. He said, I love Manchester United. I love the fans. They're always on my side. But if they want to do it different, they have to change many, many things. He then said on Alex Ferguson, he knows better than anyone that the club is not on the path they deserve to be. He knows everyone. The people who don't see that is because they don't want to see it. They are blind. He then went on to say, um, 
oh, this is not what he said. What has he said? My family is everything to me, even more so after what we've been through this year. Amen, man. Facts, man. Facts. And that's, and that's upsetting. He then went on to say, well, he spoke on wanting to win it for Portugal. It's not really relevant to, to specific what he, what's going on at Manchester United, isn't it? So there's that. Uh, I mean, we already kind of saw that he got at Rooney and he's got a point, you know, out, you know, Rooney, a bit like Cesc, the man there, once they turned kind of 30, they were rubbed out. Ronaldo's still kind of doing it. Benzema's probably the only exception. Milner and Benzema, if you look at Milner, Benzema, Cesc, Rooney, um, you know, guys that were about in their teens, only Benzema and Milner. And I know you could say Ronaldo, but are only still doing it, really. So, yeah, people, that's that's what he said there. We guess I guess we're going to have to wait for new comments, but he's just attempting to burn all bridges. I don't have respect for him. You don't have respect for the gaffer. So you've burnt your bridges, isn't it? You might be made to train alone. You probably be segregated. You might not even be in the squad. That's just said we're doubling down, isn't it? We need to move. And I'm sure many Man United fans, they wouldn't really want Ronaldo to go among the obvious, but it's not good for the club, bro. The focus on Man United should be top four, getting Man United back to in the next however many years, fighting for the trophies, trying to bully Liverpool and, and City to get back because around them size, they're not doing that. So I'm sure many United fans would just want to see this put to bed. And if that means Ronaldo leaving, fair enough, really, as it should, you know. I think if this was Ronaldo in his mid-20s, then yeah, probably whether Ten Hag's done it right or wrongly, then it's Ronaldo, isn't it? But as great as he is and as elite goal scorer as he is and whatnot, you're not that anymore. And I think for Ronaldo, he needs to kind of accept that you're still a good player. You've probably got a lot. To, you've got a wealth of, of stuff to offer to Man United. You know, again, if you're Rashford, Martial, Sancho, Ganacho, bro, if you lot don't learn anything from Cristiano Ronaldo, and the many players that have come before him, then there's something wrong with you. But you need to accept that you're not playing every week. You might have to be on the bench. You might have to be subbed and all of these sort of things. So it's just messy, isn't it? But I would more side with the club and Ten Hag. I, I do think Ronaldo isn't necessarily wrong, but sour grapes, really, like. Sounds a bit woe is me, a bit spoiled if I'm honest with you. Um, so yeah, that's 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 what I'd believe on that on that front. Let me scroll all the way up, people, because I know a lot of you have said some comments, and then we're going obviously gonna get into the current news. I prefer Danilo Mudrick and Telemann. Shout out the Aussies, shout out the Kenyans, it's 4 30. You lot's day is done, basically. And shout out to everybody tuned in, man. The DG, the DG absolutely loves his stunning long range stripe. D, Eddie bring DG to the carpet. I mean, fullback, right place, right time, man. Morning, you lot. Shout out my guy, Roger. Big up, DG. Just seeing Kessier could be available for as little as 14 million euros in January. Villa and Fulham interested. What's your thoughts on whether Arsenal should be looking at him or not? He's an option. I'm not as quite keen on Kessier as I might have been, but it's an option, you know, really. Respectfully to El Nene because... I'd always advocate for someone like Lokongo who might be here a bit more long-term to play ahead of you. But if we're trying to focus on this top four and just maximising game to game, if anything happens to Xhaka and Partey without talking about new players, because there's more confidence in El Nene, I'd go for El Nene really. But, um, you know, I'm all for Kessie if he could get it done. But I can't see it, man. Will it more goals than the HD Cup model Hudson? There's never, but who is Hudson? I don't know them, man. There, like, I, I don't know them guy. Who is that? I, ain't, I don't know him. Would you take Ronaldo on a six month loan if United are gonna, you know, if we could pay 10% of his wages or something, which is still probably too much? Why not? But 
it's probably not, you know, like we don't need any more of this. How does Smith Rowe compare with Mudrick when are both fit and at their best? If they're similar, are we better served by bringing in others who provide like for like substitutions for other positions? I don't know how similar he is to Smith Rowe, but Smith Rowe, someone that can play out wide as a 10 and as an eight. So, it, you know, why not, man? You know, I hear you on differences, but City got a whole load of similar players. Ironically, I do think they miss Jesus, Sinchenko to a degree, players that will come off the bench and make something happen. I actually think City miss Sterling a lot because he's probably the only player that's just really going to run in behind. A lot of their players come come short for the ball. So you are onto something. But sometimes bringing in the exact profile could help, man. But uh, this this Mudrick thing is looking like too much money. If Arteta sanctions it, talent ID and that, fair enough. But looks too much peace. We should move for Kessia over Danilo and Jan. Telemans is a free agent in the summer. I think Tossart would be a better signing than Mudrick. I mean, I'm not too sure about that, but he'd bring a wealth of experience. Jacuzzi looking old and that. Ronaldo's on a madness. Big up Gabriel. He's been solid these last three games, especially against Wolves. He covered for Saliba's errors. Important how important having an up-to-date stadium can be for players is the little things. Out of the three, Telemans is a must-prem proven solid player. Can play an eight. Could even slip in and do a job as a six if party goes left. He'd have to play a lot differently, but I hear that. I don't know who DT is, but that's not me, bro. So I can't answer that question. I don't know who that is. You know, die by name. So that question ain't addressed, man. Big up DG. DG. Sorry, I've been away. Took us a battle call to start my coding career. I'll say sorry for getting your life together. I hope it works out for you, man. We are fifth in big chances created, sixth in big chance miss shows. We need to be more clinical, creating more. And eight is needed in January. Now, I hear that. The good thing about Gabriel and Saliba is that there hasn't been a game where at least one of them haven't turned out, which has helped the others with their errors. That's how partnerships grow. Exactly, man. Sometimes you're not going to be able to do it. Love, he's right about stuff, but, you know, he's moving mad. So proud of the boys going to the World Cup, but maybe selfishly I'm scared they'll get injured. I hear you, but, you know... Everybody going to the World Cup, you know, Tommy Asu will play a major part for Japan, Jacko for Switzerland, Partey for Ghana, uh, Jesus, rotation, key part of, of Brazil per se. But, you know, I hope Martinelli gets mid-sacker for England, but Martinelli's probably going to be a wild card on the bench, you know. Uh, who else is there? It's, we don't know. if I hope Ramsdale starts. I think on form he deserves to start ahead of pick for them, Pope. Southgate does Southgate strike you as someone that's going to flip the script necessarily? So you pro it's probably going to be Ramsdale another tournament holding bench. Ben White's been quality, you know, can play in a back three, can play in a four, you know, right back and centre back. There has been injuries, but I don't expect him to play significantly. Um, so obviously they're still training and injuries can happen at any time, but you know, they are gonna somewhat get a rest. And at the same time, as much as I think rest, keeping ticking over is a big thing as well, man. I mean, I don't have to respect anything from Piers Morgan. He's up there. Of course you're going to get that, bro. You've interviewed Barack Obama. Use Cristiano Ronaldo. And I mean, Ten Hag tried to give the olive, olive branch, a bit like Arteta with Aubameyang, but if you're violating, you're violating, isn't it? So you've got to keep it moving. Yeah, the Ranyet comment was scummy, bro. The fake Sancho comments on Twitter, I do think there's a bit of undertones, but for the ones that aren't doing the undertones, is what it is. Anyone notice how well Bruno Fernandes plays when Ronaldo isn't playing? I don't know. So you'd have to watch United fans, man. Ronaldo's a quality player. So, I mean, Pac, of course, he's been of course, of course, he's been great in every league. DG, would you let Ronaldo rot in the reserves? He wouldn't let himself rot in the reserves. So he probably got a move, man. 
How is Ronaldo going on like he's never heard of a guy who's been man? He, he might have legitimately never because Ronaldo, bro, does Ronaldo shack his someone that watches football like like that? He just fitness things and that. Yeah, it was a boss belly tig. He was the OG, then Fredo and that started coming up. That's what Ronaldo, bro, for Ronaldo, I don't think he's wrong, but he just needs to accept that. I'm kind of like, I'm not that guy anymore. It happens to everyone. I'm not that guy anymore. Like, I'm still, I could be a guy, but I'm not that guy. And he's like, oh, I miss Real Madrid. Well, you shouldn't have, have backside left Real Madrid. But then again, Real Madrid leaves you. Yeah, big up, big up him for sending for Gary Neve, man. But forget all of them, man. Ronaldo, Rio Ferdinand's going to come out there, you know, bum-sucking Ronaldo, you know. Them man, they're just engagement duns, man. I wouldn't say kicking out Ronaldo is a cowardly move, you know. He's made it clear he wanted to leave. He's not wrong in anything he said about the structure, but he needs to go as well. Let's be real. You know, he's not wrong. But what's the reasons for it? I'm sure he legitimately wants, you know, United to do well and fix up off the field. And he would voice his opinions. And he is right. But what's his vested interest? The message is good, but the messenger, would he be playing devil's advocate? Would he be saying this if he was starting week in, week out and, and not getting one minute off the bench and being utilised? Would he? Would he have come out with this interview with a World Cup in man? I don't know. And you got to remember last summer, he angled for a move. It didn't bang. I still think there's a lot of qualities he can give United. You know, it's Cristiano bloody Ronaldo. There might be a game where he could do the job. Really, as as United are kind of doing this youngster thing, we're doing this youngster thing. You know, the first thing with young players is establishing consistency. You know, some players are going to be out on the on the, on the, on a midweek game. They might not be on the weekend, and Ronaldo might be able to help Dons. But it's a myth, man. How do you feel for Lokonga? Do you think he needs to go out on loan for a few months to improve? I mean, if someone could say we'll give Lokonga twenty odd games, it'd be logical. But for Lokonga, it's a thing where a bit like him, Marquinhos, and Nelson potentially, even though Nelson come off the bench recently and found a little bit of form in the opportunity he's got. I don't really care about your development for this season at this moment in time. I want you to get games. As I said, logically, it would make sense to depart depart on loan and, and all of these sort of things. But, you know, we need bodies. I don't want no, like last Jan, I don't want nobody leaving unless there's assurances within Arsenal that men are coming in. If we're already light in midfield, why let people go, whether you rate them or not? Big up DG, shout out from South Bend, Indiana. I wish the league didn't stop for the World Cup. They're killing our vibe. They are, man, but maybe it's a back down to earth thing. So, yeah, man, I like Lokonga. I think the first thing Lokonga could do is establish confidence and you'll see a better player. But I'm not convinced with him in the eight. I don't think he's mature enough to play in the six. We need midfielders. And, you know, as I said, Xhaka is better than you at this moment. Partey is better than you. You know, you look nowhere near being the younger sort of, you know, younger party at this moment. Again, El Nene, you not what you see is what you get with him. So I'm, you know, your third in command, in my opinion. If and if we then hopefully we could bring a midfielder or two in. Then for me personally, if we're looking at it internally, Smith Rowe, Fabio Vieira, like on off the bench against Wolves before he got subbed off again. Um uh, Odegaard, these are guys that I'd rather see players at eight than Lakonga at this moment in time, you know. Let's 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 take Santi Cazola over to Dubai. We'll see how he does in training and do the Sol Campbell thing Wenger used to do and see what he's saying. Really, Telemans won't be a January signing. There'll be discussions starting with his agent to get him on a pre-contract for next season. Try and save money for other options. I hear that unless they're saying fifteen million or something like that, which it probably doesn't make... It does make sense for Leicester because you're going to lose him for free, but it doesn't make sense. I can't see it happening. So I, I agree. It's probably a summer thing, really, but summer's great and that. 
my need players for now as well, though, as we all know. I don't, I'm not saying nobody doesn't know that, but clearly we need some duns. We need a striker and a midfielder in Jan if we're serious about competing. I do think we need a striker, but for me, the priority is probably midfield and wide areas. Get me Danilo and I'm fine. Free Reese Nelson. Big up, DG. Proud of our team. Just have to add some depth in January, especially the players in better teams, i.e. Jesus and Martinelli will learn new things with their national teams as part of their evolution. I mean, to be fair, Jesus has been in and around this, in and around the 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 sit they set up. I think Martinelli's got free caps for Brazil, but you're right. Yeah, big up Boss Bailey, man. He's a cool guy, but that's the first thing I thought, man. <laughs> Actually, bet him. I hope he remembers that. That's all entertainment. Do you think having an 11, 12 point gap from City would, would you feel optimistic about us winning the Prem? I mean, if you had it, well, if you got 11, 12 point gap in March, April, then yeah, but anything can happen, bro. And we ain't got that. Shout out, Paul. Hey, DG, big up yourself and the nation. Just sneaked to the toilet at work to come smash the likes. Hope you in the chat are blessed. Appreciate that. My guy, don't stand there too long before people think you're doing a madness. Lokonga doesn't take any risk. Bare sidewards and backwards passes shows glimpses of quality, but I'm not convinced. I can't begrudge anyone for that, man. Thinking that. I don't think we're going to find someone better than Partey, like, instantly. But could you find someone that the absence of Partey, if, or if he isn't there, isn't, it's not that deep as much as you could say that. Because I can't lie, I did get... Fortunately, it's come out that there's a I don't know someone the Wolves guys tried to poison us, give us a dodgy lasagna, but it's come out that Jacques belly was a bit mad. I can't lie, I did get scared. I was like, oh Jacques, no, is this where is this how this thing is gonna start? Pardon me. Company's doing quite well at Burnley. Maybe he does. I mean, I've seen glimpses from 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 Lokonga, but then if I'm honest with you. I find myself thinking to myself, playing devil's advocate, should I praise a midfielder for being... Because I'm sure he's the one that set up Martinelli's disallowed goal at Old Trafford. Should I praise a midfielder for being able to have passing range, especially an Arsenal midfielder? You know, I do think there's things in there, but I think first things first, he needs confidence. He needs to improve his positioning. Probably needs to be a bit more humble than how he portrays himself in the media. And for me, off the ball, bro. Off the ball. Like, off the ball, you've got to be better. That's why Xhaka, Partey and El Nene, obviously they're more significantly more experienced, but that's where they're better than you. You know, that's where they're a lot better than you because they're great off the ball. Like Partey, I'm not trying to say he's going to be party levels, but Partey is a fantastic off the ball, but on it. I mean, off the ball, but on it. He's always scanning. He's always providing an option. He, he gives confidence to other players, you know. He's always in, a, in an area to receive the pass. So, yeah, my Ruben Neves would be lit still, but that's the next one, man. Getting Danilo and Mudrick in jam would bolster that squad for the second half of the season and just set the squad up for the future. Uh, I stand corrected, Saka, but I'm sure in that game, Lokonga played a lovely pass. Big up, my G. It's been a minute. Work has been a madness. Glad I finally got a chance to tune in. And if I'm honest with you, that's I, I can't lie. Being devil's advocate to Lokonga, big up on our uh, uh, your squad and that, but... At this moment in time, you can't be rocking up to St. Mary. Not that he played, but St. Mary's, Old Trafford, these kind of games. Because I look back to last season, Brighton away. We were lucky to get a point. And I think Tommy Asu struggled. But you could see Tommy Asu learn, OK, cool. This is what the Prem is about, sort of thing. And such is top, you know, Tommy Asu looks about 30, but he's younger than Lokonga, technically, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, if I stand corrected, you know, Lokonga. So I'd say it's just a mentality thing. Lokonga feels like, to me anyways, I don't think it's that, but he just seemed like a little kid, like upset about why it's me and you need to get your head out your ass, really, you know. Everybody, the collective comes first and you're not part, you might get an opportunity, you know, and I hope you do and you take it, but 
you don't fit into the collective plans right now to give us the best possible scenarios of getting three points week in, week out, what we've been doing. If our form was inconsistent, if we was like, again, using Chelsea as an example, if we were doing the Chelsea thing at this moment in time and certain players were playing that don't maybe don't deserve to play, then I'd, I'd kind of advocate and be like, yo, maybe he can get an opportunity. But we've been near enough perfect. On the best of days, managers want to keep the same team. And that's a big reason as of why I think we've kept the same team. Partnerships are building in the three units of the team, defence, midfield and up front, and then all kind of mixing together. Results is all that matters in the Premier League. You know, we're getting in results, so there's no reason to play. And it's not always how good you are at your best. It's how good you are at your worst. If everything goes wrong for Arsenal, Xhaka, Lokonga, Xhaka, Partey, El Nene, they're going to have a certain higher level of consistency than Lokonga. He, you might have played him in these last two games we played. Best player on the pitch um, in, um, in the game before Wolves. And then the worst player in the pitch against Wolves. Against Wolves. So you can't really bet on that. And you'll get an opportunity. You're at the best place you potentially could be. You're at, you know, people have, you know, people, the many young players already have made mistakes. So it's not a mistake thing. But I just, you need to give the manager confidence to believe in yourself. You just have to stay working. Eddie and Ketty, whether you think he's little or not, he can't really buy a game. But his attitude is superb. You need to be like that, you know. Oh, I was thinking of leaving Arsenal in the summer. Oh, the international gaffer. Oh, I'm pissed. I'm this. Do all of that. Channel all of that and work hard. Because you might be, you might reach a scenario where you're doing all the right things and the gaffer isn't playing you, and you think, okay, I need to move. But realistically, you're not. You're never going to scratch the surface where Xhaka and Partey are. And I'm not asking you to do that, but you need to prove a competent and consistent, reliable man. I would love for that, Lokonga, because if you, in this first half of the season, if you was doing a bit better, we, it, it might not be as we might not be on the centre mid thing as much. So I don't know, man. I mean, we get clearly gave Enketia a new deal because our Teta messes with him. We didn't want to let money walk out the door. So, yeah, it is well, it is. Jamrock, appreciate you for gifting a community sub and thank you on behalf of whoever's received that. Any news on Falcao? I promise we're going to get into that. All threes have come with Lekonga. All three L's have come with Lekonga starting. I mean, it fixes his first letter in his name and you're right and that is a coincidence. Um, but at the same time, I don't think that's fair to him in it. You know, he weren't to blame for PSV necessarily. He definitely weren't alone, you know, in the, in the United L. Uh, and obviously in the League Cup, bro, like, you know, Carl Hines moving a bit mad more than him, really. But, yeah, man. Smith Rowe will be like a new signing. And that's what the only thing that jars me is that he's not been about. But we need to get some new signings and bring in like a new signing Dons as well. Lokonga honestly annoys me off the ball when he starts watching players just run past him. And it's an urgency, bro. I'm not, I'm not, like, once again... You're in the best place to learn because it's a young team. You've got the gaffer there who was a midfielder. You've got Eddie, who I'm sure you could, technical director, but you could talk to him. You've got flipping Thomas Partey to learn from. You've got Granite Xhaka to learn from. Fair enough, his name might not be lit, but there's a lot of things you could learn from El Nene, an international player, someone that's been at Arsenal for how many years? When you remove all the tosh, there's a lot to learn. But I think Lokonga's got to awaken that beast within him. You know, how many times do you you see it at Sunday League? There's players. I'm not Lokonga's got ability. This is why I put I persist with you to a point. You know, how many times from Sunday League to the Prem? There, and I'm sure ex -pro, pros will say it, there's players that could do things with a football you can't even imagine. But maybe their mentality is not there. Maybe they're a bit of a pussycat, so you can't see it. And likewise, we see it in the Prem week in, week out. There's bare crap dons, but they believe in themselves, so they're playing lit. So yeah, man. Rather spend the money on Tony. Rather spend the Mudrick money on Tony. We can't... Ooh, I'm not too sure for that for you. We can't be signing these players like Danilo who aren't proven. We've signed players like that and now we need to start signing top players who are proven. I don't disagree, but January is difficult to do such. 
are you advocating dropping Jesus? Who me? I never said that. Who else is gonna play there, blood? <laughs> Jesus plays. I just want you to score some more. I never said that. Oh, oh you lot are having a debate in the chat. I was about to say, yo, I never said that. I definitely didn't say that. We definitely need to recruit in Jan. Same way we, I assume, we've learned our lessons from last season in that we need to start the season well. Let's learn our lessons from Jan. Them lot down the road brought a couple people in in Jan, got a boost. We not only didn't bring people in, but we got rid of players. Ainsley, Chambers, Abamian. Now, we probably still would have failed with top four with them, but we never had a striker. We never had certain, certain options, you know, respectfully. We can't be in a scenario where it's a must-win scenario where obviously it happens where we El Nene is going to catch us straight. I don't really count him as part of this, but we can't be in a decisive run of fixtures and then we're drawing for at the time Tavares, Cedric, and El Nene. And again, I don't think El Nene is quite part of that group, but you get it. There should be a higher sort of quality there, really. So yeah, man, we're doing a lot, man. He's got all the technical ability with zero awareness, and you're in trouble in midfield if you, you know, as I always say, for me, Lokonga's a bit like a deer in the headlights. You know, he's not aware. Like you said, you're not aware of runners. You're not aware of what's going on. It's issues. And why I think it's a confident thing, because, you know, I remember Newcastle at home last season. I remember pre-season, you looked like you was on it. You know, you looked like you was happy, old man, signed by Arsenal. I'm here. I've arrived. And then, you you know, the world has shown that in a, you're here because you're good, but you're not special. You're here because you've got technical ability. You're here because of what you did at Anderlecht. What separates you? Arteta's got no divine reason to play. Yeah, we spent 20 million on Donny. We need to get a tune out of that. But... Three points is all that matters first. The Congo thoughts. Slash general points. Interesting comments, people. This is why I love being here with you, Low. Somehow we've talked about Ronaldo, talking about the Congo and Arsenal. Keep them all coming. Yeah, yeah, Charlie. I was about to say, right, what did I say about Jesus? He's Brazilian. I've always wanted Brazilian dons at Arsenal. Jesus can do no wrong for me. But the only reason I'm so onto him about scoring goals is because you've got the ability to do it, bro. It's not like Lacazette where you can't get in the box. Or a Bamian where you just ain't got general play. You've got it. You've got it. And we're going to need them goals. i really be forgetting we was going into matches with Cedric holding Tavares in the back line. We've come a long way. And even respectful to them, they all individually played a part of, at times, getting good results last season. But when it's crunch time and it's not Disneyland and the, the, the romance of football and it becomes that ugly thing, like life. Life is beautiful, but there's a part of life that is ugly. And last season, the tail end of last season, it was ugly. You just need to get results. Don't matter how you do it, just do this thing. And we didn't do that, really. And it's not just because of them. It's more a personnel thing because they're not picking themselves. They didn't buy themselves. We should never be in a scenario with that, really. So I'll have to, we'll have to see what's happening in, in that regard, specifically, people. Should we see what's going on in the world of football? Just before I Sacco, appreciate you. will go Remind me, we'll go over that Manchester United statement because it's only right. Um, but let's get into the talking points. Uh, latest news let's see exactly what's going on in the world of football people let's close that because that's ronaldo let's go here is that the same thing oh too excited to bring you a lot of information i've got the same exact dot article tab police look away first things ask smash the like button if you haven't arsenal's january transfer window plans crucial in sustaining premier league title push as confident grows chill top 40 chill chill uh what's this you let me look at this already man i'll try later allow me all that time, you could have just pressed that. All the Evening Standard articles we clicked off. I didn't know you could do that till today. But um, let's scroll through the Tosh, the Tosh people. Arsenal Now Arsenal must seize this moment and strengthen their squad in the January transfer window to ensure they can sustain their title challenge. January could be a defining month for Arsenal both on and off the field. They face big games against Newcastle, Tottenham and Manchester United, while the club has the chance to back Arteta with reinforcements. 
he needs. Um, adding more strength in depth feels vital for Arsenal if they are to stay the pace in the title race. I hear that. And the more we talk about title race, the more that he, top four will become a formality, if that's the thing, people. And he is right. We've, we've still got to play Newcastle twice. No one wants to play them. We've got to go to White Hart Lane. They're going to want revenge. We've got United. We've got West Ham who are in a woeful bit of form and they're going to want to put things right. You know, we still got to play Brighton. And I don't need to tell you, Etihad as well, home and away in City. I don't need to tell you the games we have. We know. 14 games have been played. Until it's, you know, now Arteta said, we need to see where we're at after twelve, after ten to twelve games, and I think we can see where we're at. There is improvements. There is a bit more mentality. There is a, you know, even if things don't go right, we respond to adversity. There is more consistency. There is more defensive emphasis of getting clean sheets, scoring more goals, being clinical, having higher standards. You know, we haven't got depth, but I do think at the same time we have got cute little depth in certain options, mainly attacking. You know, you are seeing the confidence grow. There's a lot of good things, but depth is one, you know, and there's a lot of football and a lot of tests and there are going to be wobbles and things like that along the way. You cannot compare one club with another that started a project 10 years ago, said Gabriel Jesus. What has this got to do with the transfer thing? But big up Jesus. Now they are winning because 10, 15 years ago, they started something Arsenal started two or three years ago. Big up Jesus for that. But anyways... The club wants to back Arteta, who has described his squad as short and a winger is their priority, with Mudrick and Orlando City's for Gundo Torres both targets. We'll get to see him because I think he's been named in the Uruguay World Cup squad. Longer term, Arsenal want to sign a left-sided centre-back and another midfielder. So does that mean the priority is a winger and not necessarily midfielder, just based on the language? Because it says longer term. Now, we know the centre-back is something Arteta could have done if we could have got Lissandro Martinez and another midfielder. So is that does that mean we're waiting until the summer for Telemans? I don't know. Given their position now, though, there's an argument to accelerate those plans and add to the squad from a position of strength. A winger is vital as Saka and Martinelli need more protection, not least because they'll be returning to action from the World Cup. More so Saka because he's more likely to play significant minutes for England than Martinelli for Brazil, but is what it is. Arsenal should have Smith Rowe back by then. It's true, but again, you're going to Smith Rowe a bit like Vieira and Tini. They're playing catch up. You're going to need him to get fit, stay fit. And sometimes when you have a long injury, long term injury, you start picking up little knocks and niggles. So, yeah, man, we do need Smith Rowe definitely because there's been many versions of Smith Rowe, in my opinion. There's been that one that was starting week in, week out. And then there was also that super sub. And we need that. We need that. So, yeah, man, apparently greater depth is needed in the spine of the team too, which is where their biggest drop-off in talents appear to be from first choice to backup. Yeah, because, you know, if anything happens to a centre-back, you need Ben White or probably Tommy Asu to go over there. I just feel there's too much of a drop-off with Rob Holding. And I just feel Rob Holding in the back four is an accident waiting to happen for Arsenal. And I like Holding. He's not that good, but I've got a lot of time for him, man. Um, so, yeah, people, if, obviously, we know if Partey, Gabriel, Saliba got injured, you could extend that to anyone. If Ramsdale gets injured, shout out Turner, we're in issues. Um, obviously, if anything happens to Jesus, you know, Jesus is many moons above uh, Enketia. Anything happens to Saka, we're potentially in trouble. I say potentially to Jay, and you know, but we are in trouble. Arsenal can address that in Jan, and the argument to act now is compelling, given not only the club's position, but also the struggles of others. Chelsea, Liverpool, United and Spurs all look flawed, but saying that, you know, United and Spurs are technically fourth right now. As much as games and winning can mask performances, definitely our winning run under Emery. On paper, they're still in it. United are picking up points. Yeah, it's a bit of drama, but they're picking up points. Liverpool and Chelsea, well, more, I think more so Liverpool. Pardon me, they will start, but they are, they will start getting back into it. And Klopp even said himself, we'll be better after Christmas. Does he know something we don't? 
And there's a lot of games to be played, people. You know, mathematically, not everyone's pulled away from anyone per se, people. So, yeah, that's that. Apparently, what's been going on here? What's been said here? Jesus has been speaking, people. Jesus explains why he's not taking Mark Mikel Arteta's advice to Arsenal fans. What does that mean? He said, we cannot look at others. We know City, obviously, I know them more than most people, but we have to do our job. We know the Premier League is not easy. It's the toughest league in the world. It's not only City, it's Liverpool, United, Chelsea. What can we do? Just focus on ourselves. That's all. Amen. Unfortunately, it's been 11 games without you scoring. That's got to be playing on your confidence, especially going into a World Cup, especially because, you know, you had some confidence earlier in the season, but away from goals, you can take confidence in your performances. You've been amazing for us, Jesus, but... You know, you need to get me 15, 20 goals. You're good enough to get it, man. You're good enough to get it, people. First of all, it is because of the team. I think everyone can see the spirit of the team and the way we love each other, the way we want to help each other on the pitch. That is what happens when you're in another family. Amen. We spend more time here than at home, like in everybody in life. So you might as well try and get on as much as you can and have the synergy and transmissions and all them buzzwords Arteta uses. Big up the gaffer. Everyone is like this. This is why, that is why we're working outside. We have a young team, so we run a lot with and without the pool. Fair enough, Jesus. That article, I thought they were going to be more in depth. Arsenal described as the perfect place for 55 million plus euro transfer target as talks continue. Arsenal could be the perfect destination for Mudrick as talks continue over a potential transfer according to Fabrizio Romano. The Gunners are keen to seal a deal for Mudrick with the contract contact sorry ongoing with no official bid made to his club shack to the next according to romano so it's nowhere near to being complete hopefully things are happening in the background mudrick is the buzzword in every day and age he said for sure arsenal remain interested and in contact to discuss the mudrick deal they like him but the race is open and mudrick want may way more than the rumored 50 to 55 million euros so ah. I think Arsenal is the perfect place for him. Premier League, ambitious project, young players, an excellent manager slash board. Still, there is no official bid on Shakhtar's table. So let's see what happens in the next weeks. So I hear that, but hopefully we're working, people. And, you know, a couple of days ago, he also said Arsenal still obviously remain interested in him. This one says 65 million. So which works out to about 50 odd, isn't it? For sure. Well, we've seen this. For sure, Arsenal remain interested. They are following him for a long time, but there's still nothing decided. Shakhtar want more than 60 to 65 million to sell him now. And it's not easy. The race is open. If Arsenal really want him, they have to move fast. That's Romano. Uh, apparently, you know, contract rebel to consider all options amid Arsenal and Liverpool transfer rumours. This is in relation to Marcus Turam, um, who's been more so in recent weeks linked with Villa as well. I think there will be many rumours around Truram as he's a good player, available as a potential free agent in the summer. I'm told he could really leave on a free transfer, so he'll consider all his options in the next few months. Said that. Again, we've been linked with the young Brazilian Palmeiras midfielder Danilo. Another farewell. Danilo closes year for Palmeiras with Europa opening. What the hell does that mean? At 21 years old, the midfielder is one of the most cited names in the European market. And in the final stretch of the last transfer window, Arsenal showed interest. We do know that. Despite the possibility of an offer from the English coming close to 25 million euros, the board did not even want to open conversations. The focus was to keep the squad to win the Brasileiro as it happened. The number 28, however, is seen behind the scenes as a player who can yield an important amount to Palmeiras, who have held the main figures in the squad this season and will need to make punctual negotiations in the next transfer window. There are no new offers on the table for Danilo, but the expectation 
is that those interested will appear again this year during the World Cup, in addition to Arsenal, Barcelona and Monaco were other clubs that throughout the year signalled interest in the midfielder. And they're all different projects. You know, Monaco could be a good entry point into European football. Barcelona is Barcelona. Arsenal is Arsenal. We've got Brazilian influence. We're doing the young player thing. There's many reasons for him to want to do it, people. So, yeah, it is what it is. In January, the player renewed his contract until 2026. That was last year. Um, and he's got a release clause of about 100 million, which we won't be paying. So we'll have to see what's going on with him, people. Hopefully we get something done. Uh, massive 48 million signing talks underway. I think this is in relation to Mudrick once again. And they're saying the same thing. So we're not going to bore you lot with that. Barcelona to pose Arsenal strong competition to sign star. Mikel Arteta moving hard for... Right. Why? Barca are set to provide Arsenal competition for Yuri Telemans, according to reports. Let's see exactly what's happened. He's, dis he's, he's rejected contract offers. Mundo Deportivo claims Barca are desperate to sign a midfielder in the midterm window. Uh, Bernardo Silva is their top target, but understand the deal will be almost impossible midway through a season. Gundogan is also on their radar, but with his contract expiring at the end of the campaign, it's claimed that a move would again be difficult to complete. And they've also been linked with letting Kessier go. I mean, that would be a different, a, a decent one to explore. Telemans is listed as the third choice option for Xavi as he suits the system. And it, Barcelona's Barcelona would be a great move for the 25-year-old. But you could be maybe not necessarily first choice for Arsenal. We would have got him, but higher up the rankings at Arsenal than Barcelona, man. I think they'd want Neves over you, really, so... We'll have to see how that's going. But all he can do is play well, which he has been doing. Uh, we've already seen that. 27 million star now willing to sign deal at the Emirates. William Saliba is willing to sign a new contract. And there are no new fears of the Emirates Stadium favourites moving on to past his new. And that's great. And that gives me confidence. But nothing is set in stone until the man has put pen to paper. But hopefully we move in, in a good way, man. It's lovely to see what he, what the 21-year-old's doing. He'll probably double or maybe even just over double his contract from 40k a year, people. Um, and again, if, even if he signs a five-year deal, he'll be 26, such is his potential, and he'll be getting a good deal. Apparently, you know, we're keen to time down. We've held early discussions with his reps and it's understood that a proposal is on the table. And we've heard since February, one's been on the table for Saka. So hopefully we get things done, really. Everything suggests that he's willing to sign a new contract at Arsenal and that will get done, says Paul Brown, to give me sport. There might be a few other clubs sniffing around him if France do well and he's at the heart of that at the World Cup. I think France might struggle. Kimbembe is not there and they're playing a the back three with young players, even with Saliba. It's a different ballgame World Cup. They have to hope on Varane and even Varane's not that fit. But at the moment, Arsenal don't seem particularly worried about losing him anytime soon. Hopefully, we get these new deals signed, man. Him, Martinelli, Saka is what it is. Nuno Tavares has once again been linked with Juventus. I can't imagine he's going to help them anytime soon, really, you know. They're not helping themselves at all, really. But anywho, what has it said on Tavares? According to the information from our colleague Gianluca Di Marzio, Juventus is thinking of the Portuguese to replace Alexandro next season. It'd be the left side Tavares on loan from Arsenal. I mean, boy, if we could do get some peas, if we could get 20 million in a sell-on clause, Juventus have him. Have him. Amazing winger wants to sign for Arsenal and he's now going to the World Cup. Arsenal want Fogando Torres and they may now need to accelerate their move for the winger after being included in Uruguay's World Cup squad. You know, we heard that we, you know, T Tony Lima, Edu spoke with his reps. I don't know what's come of that or if anything's come of that, people. Maybe it's early discussions, but fair enough, people. Whether it's him, whether it's Mudrick, whoever, just get someone, really. So, 
It is what it is regarding that. Arsenal would now try to sign player in first weeks of January for just 8.5 million. We've been linked with Rabio. I think it's it's clear to say we're not. He's been decent for Juventus, but it's clear to say we're not there. We're not going to do that, are we? And as you can see, his agent at, on the 13th of December posted that he was in London. And again, you got to remember, his agent is also Palestiri's agent. So maybe, and I think he was at the United game, maybe to resolve the future short, medium or long term around another client. Or he could have just been doing sightseeing. Juventus meet with Milinkovic Savic agent amid Arsenal interest. You knew he was ending up at Juventus. So, yeah, they've met with his reps. He'll be uh, contracted until 2024. So in the summer, that's their last chance to earn significant money really and he'll join a you know what Kostic I'm sure Kostic is Serbian Vlahovic therefore is and apparently the the, the Serbian national manager's been talking him up him talking up him to Juventus and I mean he's already accustomed to the life in in Italy so it could be a good move I'm sure Arsenal could give you more wages if you want I, I'd you know I signed you football manager you're my guy but yeah man it is what it is I mean if they want to let Locatelli go why not we've already seen this in relation to Telemans Arsenal scouted special 26 million attacker last week, but he's just said he'd prefer Liverpool or Old Trafford. Specifically, what has Cody Gapo said? He said, I think at the end of the season, I'll be ready to take the next step. I feel like I was already that way at the start of this season, but after this season, I'm even more ready to take that next step. Real Madrid, Barcelona, Manchester United, Manchester City, and Liverpool, it'd be an honour to play there, but I also have to see what kind of team would suit me. So, uh, he hasn't ruled out anything, but getting a bit excited there. Uh, this is a Jaka. This is a Jaka um, interview, people. So that's not really relevant for transfer news. Arsenal should ignore Arteta's plans for 21-year-old after latest report. He's in great form. What do you mean ignore? Balogun has got eight goals. He's doing his thing. Just let the man develop. I mean, I'm not really a fan of think pieces. Tottenham want Cody Gapon could launch a January move for him, people. So if you're Man United, Liverpool, or any of the teams that's been linked with him, that could be something to bear in mind, people. Arsenal ready to push for midfield duo in January. Arsenal are ready to push ahead with their interest in midfield duo Yuri Telemans and Danilo in, in the new year, 90-minute understands. Hopefully, man, but we've been linked with everyone. For Gando Torres, Danilo, Telemans, Mudruk, make sure you get 50% of those. I'm sure many Arsenal fans would be happy with a midfielder and a winger. If you want to do any more or, or surprise us, then it's, it's, it's up to you lot, in it? But let's just deal with the priorities. Let's just get one slash two in first and then take it from there. 140 likes, people. Keep moving, people, if you ain't hit the like button. Very appreciative of such. So that is that, people. I mean, we can look at the Xhaka article if you want, but that appears that. Appears that initially anyways so with that being said what's the time on that one or two fifteen that's the latest news else have you lot been saying Juventus want to buy Tavares are we not seeing a bigger picture with this player I don't know because it's paper tool we don't know if they're really interested in him we are top of the league say we are top of the league Lacazette on nine goals this season French league tax but yeah man you know positive F you to us in it we need midfield cover and maybe winger cover in this upcoming January window. Arsenal need four players so we can compete for all cups that all four cups. Sorry, for all the cups that we're in. I hear that. I love how Jesus plays football, just needs to finish more. Damn, we need some we need we need some bums in that defense. He's we came up. I hear that. I think Douglas Louise would be a good backup to Pi. I mean, he signed a new deal. Nothing big, just one statement. All they said was they'll wait for more information or something. I hear that. There's definitely evidence of strikers improving their finishing as they get older. I think Jesus will improve. He's young, just need to keep working on ball striking. And it's true, you know, 
And that could give confidence to Eddie and Ketty, who's 23, but what Jesus is like 25. He does need to improve in the goal scoring rate. And I do think he will, but like when he goes, you know, a lot of people be a lot harsher on him if Arsenal had Chelsea's form and players weren't necessarily excelling. excelling. I'm only saying he's could score a goal. I think you got it in it. Y'all need to chill with Eddie. He almost carried us to top four last season. Not true. And no single player carries us alone. Don't forget he earned his contract and will be important in the running. You can't judge him on your role performances. I think you can judge any footballer on any game they've played, realistically. But I do agree with you. People are very harsh on Eddie. But at the same time, he's our second choice striker and he signed for 100, allegedly 100 bags a week. So with great, and we're number 14. With great power comes great responsibility. But yeah, people need to allow, you know, you are hoping the Nelsons, the Vieiras, the Eddies, the Lacongas, you know, Tini, even guys that are not necessarily in the best of form or playing a lot, you know, together with new signings. You know, if these lot can pull their finger out and, and do their thing, then it's all great for us, really. Is there an old pro that we should be looking at? Not that I can rise up in him. Wilson's a walking band aid, man's always injured. Harsh. I think Locatelli, Danilo, Telemans, Tossart, Zaha, and Mudrick. You're asking a lot, bro. We're not going to bring in three wingers. Or three midfielders, six players in Jan. Pardon me, but I would like, if I could from that list, I would say you bring me Locatelli, Telemans and Mudrick and we're cooking. I would, you know, big up, big up to Sart and Danilo. Pardon me. Wonder what Arteta is planning. The project probably needs another left centre-back, a Xhaka back up, another forward to push Saka and Martinelli. That's all we need, just three players plus Smith-Rowe. I think we need more than three players, but fair enough. I don't believe a thing till man's on the pitch. Big up, DG. Yeah, unless they're holding a shirt, doing the signing. Edu and Arteta got their hands over them, sitting at, at, at the training ground, and they're doing the interview saying, oh, Arsenal's a team I always followed. Then, yeah, man, anything can happen. Appreciate that, T. I'm trying, man. Trying, man. Trying, man. I was hoping Balogun's form would find him a place in the USA team, but good for him for the future. I mean, has it, you know, again, Balogun's form has to put him, I'm not going to say for England, but, you know, in terms of English strikers, he's probably not top, but he's up there for goals, really. I think I saw a Sky, Sky Sports graphic, but has he committed his future to England, to Nigeria or, or, or to America, really? Now, I'm sure, like Eddie, he's holding out for, he's holding out for England, but, you know, Eddie could have had an opportunity to play at a World Cup for Ghana. You know, I do think if Balogun plays, says, I, I, I declares himself for America, you're probably going. Maybe if Tamori kept playing for Canada, like at youth level, he might be going as well. But you never know. Hudson Adoy, well, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe Hudson Adoy could have been a DJ for Ghana at the World Cup, but he could have went somehow, innit? Yeah, Benzema's got better, like fine wine, you know. Benzema's had a very long career, but there was a couple years that he was booked and Banduli. I mean, we'd love Madison, but yeah. Lacazette and Pepe scored. Love to see them doing well, man. I think Mudrick is class, but I'd prefer Eze if possible. I'd prefer Mudrick. Big up Eze, though. A bit harsh to say Eddie's been terrible. I wouldn't say terrible. I wouldn't say terrible. But again, for me, it's more... When I look at Eddie, obviously, I have to kind of judge you harshly because you're the second-choice striker. But then again, I, I same way I'm asking of goals for Jesus, and I believe he can, and I think Eddie can score goals. I, I don't think much of... I don't... I don't know how to put it into a sentence, but I don't have much, not, not that I don't have much belief. I don't have too much expectations because there probably should be another striker there, but you you haven't really got a strong CV of goals. You've never really had the opportunity to display that, but you haven't. So I can't really, anything you do is a bonus really and truly. Like I don't think he should be the second choice striker. Probably could have signed a new deal, went out on loan, but 
You know, if, if if Arteta wants to use him, then fair enough. You know, it is what it is. What it is. And there might come a time. He's 23. I'm not saying he's going to be like Harry Kane, Vardy or, or Aubameyang. And he'd probably die to have 10% of their careers as strikers. But strikers do get better when they get older. But he's not picking him. And he's not picking himself. He didn't pick himself to be part of the squad. You know, that is on the tactical planning, te on, on the technical front from the technical director and the gaffer. I wouldn't say he's been terrible. 14 shirt demands 20 goals a season. I mean, Henri's not here, is it? And who in that squad is getting is getting 20 goals a season? Jesus isn't. I got I, I want that more from Jesus, really. You know, as, as much as I'm I, I do agree Eddie could pull his finger out a bit more. It's difficult when you're playing one, two minutes, ten minutes, this and that. You're a squad done, really. You know, if a striker walked in from January in the summer, it is what it is. As for his money, it's not a hundred K base salary, it's an incent, it's, it's a heavily incentivized contract. And again, why are we pocket watching? Like, it's not our piece. I hear you with great power comes great responsibility, and now there's a bit of expectation. But I, yeah, I think I've explained that, man. And he has invited pressure on himself taking the number 14. But I mean, you know, you're hoping that he can, but I mean, I can't lie. You're kind of giving yourself a headache because, again, you look at his body of work at 23 years of age. This is a man that's scratching the surface for 100 appearances for Arsenal. And just so you can see, I'm not making none of this up. I do agree with the high expectations and stuff, and we probably do need another striker. But he's played 111 times for Arsenal. Not all been 90 minutes, back 26 times. The only time his record's been anything close to prolific has been under-21s, under-18s and under-19s. 10 goals in 71 appearances in the Premier League. Set three goals in 17 appearances in the championship and at youth level, you know, and I can't expect it. Europa League, I therefore agree, started off strong. You're meant to be the cup king and you scored a great goal against Brighton in our defeat, but you've gone missing last four games. I do think you've improved your general play. I don't quite think right now you're of the mustard that we need, really. So I do agree. But at the same time, what do you expect man to do with 140 minutes spread out in the Premier League with 12 min with across 12 appearances? Really? Man played seven, 16, nine. Even against Fulham, he should have scored, but he made a great impact off that bench. And then what? This is little man minutes, really, on the bench. And I'm not saying he should be, but yeah. I'm never going to ask anything of a player more than I believe they can they can provide, really. And it's mad that Martinelli, Smith-Rowe, Saka, Smith-Rowe and Fitz, Saka, Odegaard, you've got six of the campaign now. I more want you lot to score. Jesus, definitely. I'm more expecting you lot to score than Eddie because... Like we've been watching this editing, you know. Yeah, tail end of last season, he, he came on the scene, and when he really got opportunities to start, he kind of showed it. Was it a purple patch or not? He'll have to he'll have he'll have his chance to 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 either prove us right or wrong. And I know a lot of people, myself included, we kind of give Eddie and Ketty the luxury of not cutting the season, but we only really, really judge him around this period. Like even Southampton, he was good in that defeat. This is the only reason that like, I start judging him from game week 33 to the end of the season where he had a fair chance. But again, that's not how the season works, is it? You know, you played 25 times last season and got five goals. Ten in all comps, big up you, but five goals. And again, my, for me anyways, you know, unless Eddie does a madness, I'm still not prepared to give up on Project Martinelli through the middle. I'd rather, gun to my head, we need to win. I'm going to blow your brains out. I would, and Jesus ain't there. Martinelli got front. Smith Rowe coming off the left. Madison would be a banger under Arteta. Wait. A solid midfielder with Mudrick will really take us take us to the next level as a squad. So excited for Smith Rose return. Hope the training time in December does him well. Vieira will be great for us. Oh, bro, I think Vieira will be a good player. 
You think it's possible for us to get either Rice or Bellingham in the summer if we get Champions League, bro? If you put down the 100 million odd for Bellingham, you have the chance to be in the conversation and whatever unrealistic fee they want for Declan Rice, the same. But you don't put the money down, you're not in the conversation. And even if you put the money down for Bellingham, you're fighting all of the clubs. I mean, if he could get 15 goals, I'm here for that. But 15, 12, I'll let you get away. But I need 15, man. Like, I'd say 20, but what you've got the ability. You must can get 15. Insert a buyback clause, probably not going to happen playing FIFA. Sambi is, is done. Let's not write off anyone. Eddie's probably a stopgap. Go for a guaranteed bagsman like Eddie Dzeko. I mean, he's kind of past it at this moment. And, you know, I agree with you when I hear of bagsman. I put him down as that. But for this season, he's Eddie Dzeko, especially his age. Has he got a strong record of goals? Let's find out, man, because we need to... You know, in the same way we hold players accountable, we need to make sure that when we're saying things, there's actually substance to it. So, like I said, I agree with you. Let's see if we've been proven right or wrong. Six goals, really, in 15 in all comps. Well, in Serie A, six goals, six goals, three assists in 15. Not really that much, in it? Jesus has got five. It's not really that lit. But if you could get an experienced striker, why not, man? Eddie needs a run, but you need to want to get into the, you need to get into the team. Unless something happens with Jesus, God forbid, you're not getting that run. At this point, I'd go for Gakpo over Mudrick. 22 assists, I'm not too sure. Rice would be a quality signing, but I'm not sure. Rice is overrated. I disagree, but even if he is overrated, he's got a lot that he'd add to this team, I can't lie. The best squads have multiple strikers capable of bagging. I honestly would be happy to see us get two more over Eddie. Probably. But we need to probably more pressing areas. Remember to like the stream. Appreciate that, Dr. Bird. I mean, that's good for Jesus, bro. If we listen, if we keep playing the way we're playing and we get to game week 38 and Jesus hasn't got that, I'm happy. But you are good enough to get 15 league goals minimum. Like, I'm that's that. That's that. Like, we can start putting it onto other players and whatnot. You're brought here to do the system striker thing and score goals. You know, same way Ramsdale was brought into this team to play out from the back and show his lovely passing range. But you need to use your bloody hands. You need to bloody score, Jesus. You have the ability. You can't tell me my man that goes on these mazy Brazilian runs on times, that good reactionary finish against Leicester. You can't tell me Jesus can't get 15 in this league. I see shit players do it. And arguably, as an Arsenal fan, we're creating more chances. So everybody, not just him, everyone can score. But man can't tell me Jesus can't get 15. And if he doesn't, and we do what we need to do, you know, even without scoring, he's affecting games. But you got this, the, the, the capabilities and the capacity to do it. Simple as that. For me, anyways. Use Eddie Fords. I'm sure this guy has spoken about it as well. He's he's even describing himself now as a number nine. Let's actually to me, you know what? I think this is a good little bit of a research. Gabriel Jesus. So I remember he did an interview, he's like, you ask all strikers, they all want to be the top goal scorer and that. Where is it, man? I think that was on Sky Sports. And again, you know, I love him because if he's not scoring or not, he's affecting the game. He's, bro, the guy, he's wavy, like, in so many ways for us. So many different ways for us. And even that, if you could sign a striker that's more clinical, Jesus could still play up front and be out wide as well. And then indirectly, you've got another winger. I know he's he kind of moved here to not hear that, but yeah, man, I can't lie. 
I'm definitely, 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 definitely going to do research because I'm sure he has spoken up about this. But what has he said here? I'll do some research, man. That's an interesting one. But hey, this is wavy, man. Happy we got him, bro. Happy we got him, man. The World Cup break came at the wrong time with Chelsea going a bad run, Harlan injured, Spurs. Put... Bro, we've been knowing it. So, shh. We've been knowing this is going to happen. If we get Osman and a solid midfielder, it's done. Osman's going to cost a bag and, and, and a bit more. And can he stay on side? Would love Ruben Neves. Yeah, I can't lie. Man, I'm saying Eddie needs a run, but you can't give players runs and keep up form. Whose place is he taking? He's not taking Jesus's game because let's just say Jesus isn't Jesus isn't necessarily prolific at this moment in time. You don't affect the game as to Jesus's level. You're not getting in off the wide areas like in the cups because you're not playing like Martinelli and Smith, a fit Smith Rowe. He's playing there. You're not playing or of the ability where Arteta might say, I have to somehow get two strikers in. So it's down to him. He will get his chance. I think Telemans would be a better signing than Mudrick and Jan, in my honest opinion. Apples and oranges, isn't it? One's an apple, one's an orange. We need a winger, we need a striker. I think the best he got in the league is is fifteen or so, and that was was. And then last season, some of his things were fluctuated against Watford. Rice definitely isn't overrated. He proves how good he is week in week out, but just overpriced. So that would kind of make him overrated. Harlan isn't injured. I don't think so. But fit arrested Harlan is problems, man. Well, see you lot saying. To stay up to date with DJ when he goes live, follow him on Twitter. Appreciate that night. But don't forget, I'm playing Football Manager on at 2.30 on Twitch. In my opinion, projects such as Mudrick and Danilo should come in the summer. would go for more mature slash experienced players like Zaha. Zaha like Telemann's contract running down. If we're not going to put the bread down that they want for Telemann's or even half of that, who's 25, you're not going to pay that for 30-year-old Zaha, are you? So... Unless we wake up and they want to basically, it's a, it's a somewhat a deal too good to turn down. I think we can confidently rule out Zaha in the summer. Which I will take Zaha because he's got a sense of urgency. And said, so just cool, stay on side. Hopefully, I mean, but we're not going to buy him. They bought, Napoli bought him for like 80 million or something ridiculous. They're going to want that and a bit of change. Napoli are, are ridiculously difficult to do business with as well. Joe Linton's not exactly playing like a striker, though. Woods the second choice. Wilson's first. Isaac's injured. But yeah, you need a lot of strikers. You need a couple of strikers, man. But we play two very different systems to them. I do. I would like to have, in an ideal world, Jesus doing what he's doing. The next striker that's a different profile to Eddie and Jesus. If Eddie can show with five subs that you're a sort of squad role guy, then fair enough. Train Martinelli to keep doing your thing off the left and the right, but be able to play up there. Hopefully, Balogun keeps it up his development. And then best of both worlds, really. Of all worlds, I'd pay for Ruben Neves. I'd like, I'd love Ruben Neves at the carpet, man. Intelligent footballer, bro. And I just, I think intelligent footballers are being lost. I'm not saying players aren't intelligent, but we live in a day and age now where it's just all high turnovers and stuff. So, like, what I mean by intelligence, and they're all different, but you know, Ruben Neves, Ericsson, Odegaard, uh, you know, them Bentacle to a slight degree. People that's games based on intelligence. Luka Modric, yes, Luka Modric, lovely passing range, but. He uses upstairs. He's not mad quick and these things. I think they're lost in football. 
worried for Eddie and Ketia's time at game time expectations, which have grown from witnessing the use of Giroud, who should have never been our main striker. I mean, at some point he's going to have to be, but boy. Forget Rice, Enzo Fernandez at Benfica, parties there to the carpet. Slightly different player, but if we could get that, get that. But seems like Europe, European teams are already onto him. And you know, these guys are going to come with a pretty penny. Apparently, Man United are taking legal advice before responding to the Cristiano Ronaldo interview. Fair enough. Fair enough. See what else is going on in the world of Arsenal, people. If there is anything going on in the world of Arsenal, that is. Really see all that Turam thing. And shout out to Ben White for that pass against Wolves, man. I wish somehow Jesus, I'm not saying Jesus should have scored. It weren't a goal-scoring opportunity, but somehow if that got pinged over the top and it was a goal, Arsenal assist of the season, bro. Not even Odegaard and Vieira and the technicians in the team. I don't think they'd pop off a better assist than that lovely pass from, from Ben White to Jesus. What a player Ben White is, man. Like him a lot. 50 million well spent. And the best thing you can do, you know, everyone's just shutting up about the price about the price tag. And you know, the man them have, re have reported for England G. Uh let's see what these popular sources are saying. These are these Twitter sources. Any other rumors for us? Kind of covered all of that. Don't appear like such. Oh, where's that gone? And it's true on the topic of Gabriel Jesus. Well, Gabriel Jesus will not outscore Harlan this season, but he may be a better team player. I mean, he is a good, better team player than Harlan, but Harlan scores the goals, man. That yeah, is where his goals win games, man. I mean, Jesus quality against Wolves. Just needs to get goals. And on the topic of that, Jesus and Martinelli have reported for Brazil duty. I can't show it, but like you can see, I didn't know Jesus and Fred were boys like that. Seems like they're dogs. Apparently Saliba will wear number 17 for France. Crazy. Got Partey's captain in Ghana. You don't do your thing. Only Kevin De Bruyne has produced more assists than Bakayo Saka this season. Decent. Fair enough. Love to see it, man. You know, you lot go and enjoy your international break. For some of you that are not there, do your thing. Uh, what's going on here? I mean, some other transfer news, people. I don't know if you should believe these things, but this is all that's come up. Man United joined Arsenal in Madrid race with Eric Ten Hag keeping tabs on the Shakhtar wing. I mean, if they've been linked with Cody Gakpo, who can play out wide as well as up front, it's, they're going to get linked with my man, isn't it? But they've been linked to him. And just about everyone in Europe's probably keeping tabs. Keeping tabs doesn't mean you're going to sign the guy or have any intentions. It just means you're keeping tabs. Part of it, it doesn't say anything credible. Apparently that, you know, Ten Hag likes wingers. He wants wingers. United have been tracking him for a while. Scouts keeping watch. Scouts are going to look at anyone. If United woke up and say they decided to sign him, then, then yeah, there's, there's reports. But scouting doesn't mean much. So I think that's just sensationalised headline there by this Daniel Cuts brother. Arsenal now willing to pay over 30 million for amazing defender who Conte really wants to sign at Arsenal. Dumb fries, how good is he in a back three? Four, sorry. I don't know. And I don't know if Arsenal are on that. I mean, I would be open to bringing in a winger. He's all right. Fullback union and that bit bandulu. But yeah, 
The Italian outlet claims Arsenal want to rival other English clubs for the signature of Dumfries. I mean, you know, Conte probably needs him more with, with that Emerson Royal, Chicken Royal by the player. But yeah, he's valued at around 31 million. They paid 12 million for him. So that's a little healthy prof, you know, profit. Not too sure I believe that. There doesn't seem like there's anything other than anything credible there. But fair enough. I mean, we'll get to see him at the World Cup for Holland. Jesus plays all front positions. It's crazy, but he does look more natural in the wing. He picks Martinelli's position a lot. I think Martin, I think Jesus, he, I think he's better when he like he gets in, he drops deep and he gets in the channels, like he says, and he's able to turn face people up and skillers. I don't think he's a guy that wants to, you know, Harlan gets involved, but Harlan and obviously Jesus runs in behind as well. But I think he's more wants to get involved in stuff. Harlan's more happy to just hold his run. And this is why Jesus was the perfect striker for us. You know, he fits the system like a glove, really. You know, just if you can score some goal, I want to see the bro. He's the wavy Brazilian thing, bro. There's more of them Leicester finishes to come from that lad, bro. No one could tell me nothing. Deluded, you seem like a reasonable fella. If I had a pound for that, maybe I'd buy another striker, man. Perlo or baller? Never as a baller. Nah, Matias Nunes didn't really do much against us, really. Anonymous, really. Like, a couple cute little touches didn't really do much. I think Pedence put himself about a lot more than you, but uh, decent little player. This is why I think Wolves are too good to be where they are at the moment. They've got quality to get out of that, but football's about results and they sit rock, rock, rock bottom in the table. So psh, right now the priority is 40 points, isn't it? Or that, if that will, if Wolves, sorry Wolves, I don't want you lot to get relegated, but being a bad mind, you, obviously we've got, we're, we're, we're all right with, with Mendes, allegedly with Fabio Vieira and, you know, trying to help us get a couple players in the summer. If they do go down, you know, there's Neves there, there's Neto there, there's a couple guys. I'd even take Matias Nunes. There's, there's might be a little bargain hunt sort of thing. Football manager, when a team gets relegated and and you can do a thing, there might there, there might just, just be something there, but I don't know. Oh, it'd be an interesting one. Dumb phrase. Link slash Woodrick. Right, I hear that. Did you watch Fulham versus United yesterday? Fulham can bop it. They bopped it. Well, obviously, United ran, ran away with the result, innit? Wolves go down. Who would you sign? As I said, Neves, Neto, um, Matias Nunes, probably even a couple of others that I'm forgetting about as well. I that that based on I don't know how he plays in a four. But um, I like he caught my eye against Arsenal. The left back, uh, it's, it's not Bruno. Well, it's, it's not Bruno. Whatever his name is, the left back in it. The left back looked all right. So there'd be some players to explore there. The Dutch have been playing a back four in their lead in their lead up to the World Cup. Chance to see them fries. Bueno would be lit. And said for your entertainment, I wish it was a, a YouTube on a Twitch only stream. You can't pre. Oh, it's the Ben White pass. Come on, what? A Brother, Ben White, blood, eyes in the back of your head. And for me, it's all about the the the, the obviously I don't really want to play praise professional footballers for doing that. That's why man play for Arsenal, that's why man play Premier League. But it's lit, you know. He's seen the run from Jesus. And like I said, relationships are being built. Jesus has made a lovely run. Ben White has the confidence to play that. And as I said, defensively in midfield, offensively, and like crossovers of it, relation football's about relationships, bro. 
We used to see Omri Vieira, Burkamp Perez, sourcing Dons, relationships, you know, because someone mentioned Ronaldo. How much time did you see Ronaldo and Rooney and Tevez and Berbatov and the rest of them score great, crazy goals? The relationships, you know, why do you think, I don't want to praise them, but Son and Kane are up there for, like, shared goals and assists between them. A relationship. Football is about relationships at all levels, from kids' football to Sunday League down to, you know, the Holy Grail, Premier League, top five leagues and things. So, yeah, man, relate. the more relationships get built, the more people get familiar with each other's, uh, you know, how they like to play and the runs they make and things like that. It's good for the club. I like Jesus. I love Jesus, man. Infectious guy, bro. Man called him Kinder Breno. I thought William was finished. DG was moving like Saka. You lot were moving mad. But that's the Prem, innit? That's why I don't like away games, you know. Every away game in the Prem's tough. Obviously, oh, oh, I think Bobby Reed played well, but ultimately playing him right back kind of cost them the game because he switched off in the build-up to Ganacho's goal and maybe fortunate they weren't a pen. Holland might be dark horse for the World Cup. I hear that. What about Uruguay? Just because they, they got that mentality. Paulinho, decent. To be fair, Malanza's playing right back, though, man. He's playing right back, man. Carla, you do see that pass quite often. Maybe not at Arsenal. Maybe not from our defenders, but you do see that quite often. I'm not going to lie to you. But it's amazing, man. Run the propaganda, broski. Appreciative to have all of you lot tuned in. Fantastic talking points, etc., folks. Yeah, I mean he got. He, I mean he can say he chefed, he chefed Malanza, but United ran away with the three points, bro. Uruguay on, bro. They got the in a nice way. The, I, I love it. The scumbag mentality. Anything to win. Eddie Guerrero lifestyle. You know, I can't wait to watch Ghana Uruguay. That's the game for me. I'm now that I'm probably overhyped it. I need Suarez in his bag, biting people, red cards. I need controversy, man. Like you, they got Valverde, who's got the Uruguayan spirit, and also the Real Madrid mentality thing. Arojo's in the squad. I could be wrong. But, yeah. I mean, I can't like... they got Lionel Messi, Argentina in it, so I can't say they're dark horses. I would like either Lionel Messi, Neymar or Saliba, you know, three quality players to bring the World Cup home. If not, Bukayo Saka. If not, who cares, man? <laughs> it is what it is. Elite talking points from you lot, man. Everyone's best player at lesser clubs are overpriced by their club, though. Don't mean everyone else overrates them. I don't know what you're getting at there, but each, if the price don't match up, they're a bit overrated. If people are talking about, I don't think they're good, so they're overrated. I'm not referring to that. Everyone's going to overprice people. If we try and buy, if we, if someone tries to buy Saka, we're probably going to say 100 mil. Saka's not worth 100 mil. So they're always going to be overpriced, just like if you try and rock up to Tony. If you're talking about the ability of Declan Rice, I don't think he's overrated. But if you're talking about the price to the ability, then yeah, he's overrated. But I don't know Declan Rice from no one. He don't play for Arsenal. I don't really care. I reckon it's coming home, you know. We did get to a semi-final of the World Cup. Did get to the Euro final. I don't know. Surely it's a time for England to just do what they did and just bottle and go out at the first point of call. Brazil squad's elite, but it has got holes. You know, it hasn't really got an out-and-out -out number nine, apart from Richarlison and Jesus, which are nines, but also not nines. Um, you've also got, I think they're a bit weak at left-back. Like the left-back options are a bit weak, but hopefully these are problems that don't really mean anything. So, yeah, man. It is what it is in that regards. So, yeah, man. England bottling incoming. Oh boy, probably, and as a selfish Arsenal fan, the quicker we get Don's back, you know, the quicker it is what it is. Madder's got a replacement. Yeah, are you talking for Leicester or for England? Because 
I think he said it's nothing to worry about in Hillridgeport for England duty. So, yeah, man. Yeah, Madders is calm. Yeah, Madders is there, man. Hendrick's the truth, man. Let him develop, but I do think he's he's the truth. I really do think he's the truth. I do think that young man is going to do special things in football one day. You know, just let him develop and that. But yeah, on that note, people, we've been here for 90 minutes. I'm sure you're bored of hearing my voice. I'm going to go and get a delayed lunch, and I'll see you lot for Football Manager at 4.30. Again, don't forget, people, the Prem might be postponed, but we will be doing watch-alongs when the World Cup is commencing. Make sure you checked out the description with all the links for my uh, socials and that. Make sure you've subscribed, hit the like button, follow, turn on your notifications, and all of that good stuff. Most importantly, I hope you lot stay safe and them things there. Keep pushing for your goals, hopes, dreams, and aspirations. And I'll see you lot soon, man. Is there anyone to raid on Twitch? No. So we're not going to do that. So, yeah, on that note, people, you lot stay blessed, stay safe. Appreciative for you lot supporting my content. I'll be back again tomorrow if there's anything.